Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Podcast episode number 353. I'm joined by Nikki Guns in this one. We make our NFL Week 5 picks, and we take a, a we take a look at the Major League Baseball playoffs for the for uh, MLB. We look at World Series winner and series winners uh, for the divisional round. Uh, you can contact the coach with any comments and questions at the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast Twitter and Instagram feeds at Talk Gambling. Don't forget to visit MyBookieAG. Use the promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a 50% sign-up bonus when you do that. You play, you win, you get paid at MyBookieAG. And don't forget to visit GamblingChalkTalkPodcast.com. All the picks are there. They're absolutely free. Bet on those. And then when you win, buy yourself something nice on Amazon. Click on the Amazon banner at it. looks like my book, Squeeze Play. You buy yourself something nice at no additional cost to you. And it helps support the podcast when you do that. And speaking of my book, Squeeze Play, there's three of them. You got Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, and Squeeze Play. You get them directly from my publisher, thewordverb.com. Or if you're an Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, download it to your favorite electronic reading device. Let's get to it. Podcast number 353. Can you guess which linebacker we're talking about in this one? Nikki Guns. Podcast number 353. Let's see if you can guess this guy. He's a Connecticut native. Born April 2nd, 1966. Six foot four. 255 pound. Went to BC. Third round pick in 1988 by the San Francisco 49ers. Also played for the Philadelphia Eagles, the Denver Broncos, the Oakland Raiders, four-time Super Bowl champion. Number 53. Number 53. Born in Connecticut. Born in Connecticut. If I give you the town, I'll give it away. Romanowski. Bill Romanowski. Out of Rockville. Rockville, Connecticut. Yes. yes. It all clicked. It all came together. Uh, Got a quick story on Romo. I'll, I'll just real quick on this. On Romanowski? Romanowski. All right. Guy I went to, used to work with at Whiting. Highly ranked high school player um, in Connecticut. Played for Penny High School. Lance Penny High School doesn't exist anymore. Right. Lance Dakin was his name. So he was a top 10 linebacker ranked probably in Connecticut. He claims the country. I want to say it's Connecticut. Uh, was recruited down to Auburn, met Bo Jackson. Oh, geez. Um, and the linebacker ranked ahead of him, Romanowski. Huh. Yep. And he said he was a savage from high school on. Yeah. Yep. Beast. Speaking of savages, everybody got savage this past weekend. Bloodbath. And NFL picks. Not you. You went nine and seven overall. No, nine and six. I'm sorry, nine and six. I went eight and seven. AK forty seven went eight and seven. The Joker went seven and eight. And and Darth Wager, I gave him a hard time yesterday in the college podcast. He's going back to back weeks with eleven losses. Wow. Yep. It's because he's not on this show with us anymore. I know. He's got you know yep. he's, he's gotta get up early in the morning and do his thing. You you didn't you you picked the wrong games for your your guaranteed though. Your your locks were one and four. Ugh. 
My super contest one and four. Super contest one and four. You're still eleven and ten overall with your locks. I am eleven and six. I am eight and one the last two weeks with my locks. Wow. Yep. Pulling it out my ass. There you go. <laughs> so let's start off Thursday night. This is gonna be a lock for me, Nick. Uh oh. I'm locking up the Rams. Wow. It was plus two. Now it's down to plus one. So I think there's some heavy some heavy professional money on this game as well for it to <laughs> drop like that. The Seahawks have a couple O linemen that are a little dinged up. Mike Iopudi, Dwayne Brown, both banged up, questionable for Thursday. Even if they play, they're not going to be at full strength. And you're going against a good Rams pass rush. And I would think a very prideful Rams defense that just gave up a double nickel to Tampa Bay. I think they're going to come out and give one of their best performances on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, this is a very even matchup for both defenses, though. Uh, both are decent on third down, uh, not allowing the other teams to convert. Both give about the same yards per play. Both both teams have been penalized quite a bit this year, which is a little bit surprising from the Rams. I thought they were a little bit more disciplined than that. That Rams O-line, they've really struggled this year. Uh, and they they it's they the Seahawks might be able to take advantage of that a little bit. Uh, I think the QB advantage goes to the Seahawks. The defensive line advantage goes to the Rams. I think the coach advantage goes to the Rams. <sighs> I, I liked it more when the Rams were getting two points. I, the, I think this will be that tight a game. The Rams have won the past three contests against against the Seahawks, but have only covered one time. The Seahawks are four, eight, and one as a home favorite, and the Rams are three and one as a road dog since 2017. Division game on a short week negates the travel aspect of those Thursday night games. I'm taking the Rams, and you can lock it up. Early lock for the coach. Yep. Wow. Um, I've gone back and forth on this game. This is a uh, stay away for me. I was hot and heavy on the Seattle team early. Um, did like that Rams team also until last week. Biggest thing that worries me here is the way uh, Mr. Goff is playing quarterback for the Rams right now. Uh, they paid him at a premium price. They paid him to be a game winner, a difference maker, not a game manager. Uh, he's throwing more INTs this year than touchdowns. Uh, I think that those troubles on that offensive line are leading to a lot of that, a lot of those troubles. They're no longer able to, to pound the ball with Gurley and set up everything off that run, which they did last year. That made a huge difference. Um, last week, golf basically he was the reason they lost that game. Uh, I've been burned. I, I don't think I've gotten a th Thursday night game right this 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 year. Maybe one. Um, Seattle eight and one in Thursday primetime games since 2010. Oh wow! And you got Pete Carroll at home on a short week. Rams. That game uh, was back and forth with with Tampa. You know, short turnaround division game. Stay away game for me. Gun to my head. I'm going to take the Seahawks here at home to cover the one. Going with the Seahawks. Sunday, 1 o'clock. There's 10 1 o'clock games. A lot of 1 o'clockers. Starting off with your Steelers as a home dog 
getting three and a half points against the Ravens. Nick, what do you say to this? Uh, scary game for me here. Uh, Steelers manhandled Cincinnati on, on Monday Night Football. Uh, it was a get right, get right game for them. Um, you know, I was all over Fitchner the week before with his game plan. I had to give him a lot of credit this week for, you know, coming out of uh, changing up the, you know, the style here. A lot of wildcat, a lot of just whatever it whatever it takes to win is what they did. Um, but, I, you know, talking to a bunch of Steeler fans today at work, Steelers are going to have to let Mason Rudolph loose. Throw uh, the ball a little bit. Exactly. They're, you know, they're trying to protect him. Everything's short. Everything's quick. Everything's underneath. They're not going to be able to do that against the Ravens. Uh, their run defense looked a lot better on Monday night. They're going to have to continue to th- – the way you beat the Ravens, you need to make Lamar Jackson throw. Uh, it's been proven when he's forced to throw, and it's not Miami. You know, It's not <laughs> these horrible teams. It's or, or the bad defensive backs from yeah, Kansas City. It's, it's a whole different ball game as far as throwing the ball with him. Um, you know what's scary if you're a Ravens fan? The Browns kicked their ass. And their whole defensive backfield was a mess with yes. injuries. Browns Brown showed you the game plan. But the Browns, they couldn't cover in the backside. No, they're all right. hurt, and he but still couldn't do it. You get pressure up front. Yep. You take away the run game, which that's their bread and butter. They're going to try to run the ball. The other thing is their defense no. is way overrated. Yep. That Ravens defense is overrated. Uh, that Steeler defense, even with the two game, you know, the three games they lost before that, uh, as far as the first half before they the, – the problem was they, they just had couldn't get anything going on offense. Their defense was on the field the entire time and wore down the second half. You saw on Monday Night Football, you know, when they can move the ball and control the ball a little bit, that defense is playing well. Um, coin flip game, these games are always close. They're in Pittsburgh – Stay away game for me. I will take the Steelers getting three and a half the hook at home. Give me the steal. The hook kind of scares me. It makes me think that they want you to take the Steelers. James Conner, he got injured a little bit in that last game. Is he going to be able to play? He's good to go. He's, He's good, good to, to go. go. Okay. Yep. I, I, that was one of my keys. Watch that James Conner injury. I think he threw out that Miami game with the, the Ravens. And the stats between these two teams is very similar. The defense on third down, the offense and yards per play. Uh, the big difference is the way the Ravens' defense has been giving up yards per play. It, it's worse than Pitt, and Pitt's numbers aren't good for yards per play. Yep. Uh, the Ravens are giving up 8.6 yards per pass. Uh, you take away that Miami game, it's 9.5 yards per pass. Wow. So almost 10 yards per pass teams are getting on the Ravens. Still no Jimmy Smith, I believe. Yeah, so the Steelers have won four of the last five against the Ravens. The Steelers are still a very desperate team. Even though the Ravens, I think, will be a little desperate coming into this one, I'm taking the Steelers in the points. I'll take that. This is a field goal game. Either way, I think the Steelers cover. Next one. This game is off the board, on the board. I got 13.5 points. The Jets are getting 13.5 at the Eagles. Not likely to get C.J. Mosley back in this one, but Quinton Williams is supposed to play. Sam Darnold, I heard, might return. Uh, I think we'll, I think they're going to keep that under wraps until probably about Saturday, I would imagine. The Eagles had another injury to that defensive line. Fletcher Cox left the last game. Oh, maybe he plays, but then, again, that's another ding 
to that defensive offensive line of the Eagles, man. How many how many injuries can this team withstand? The Jets are a unique team. They complete sixty seven to sixty seven percent of their passes, but don't get anywhere with them. <laughs> they're like they're not getting any yards per pass, but they complete sixty seven percent of them. Uh, they convert only twenty one percent of their third town third downs. Uh, Eagles have advantages on both lines despite all the injuries. I think the Eagles have the coaching advantage. I think they got the QB advantage, even if Darnold plays. Uh, all is not lost for the Jets in their defensive numbers. They're almost identical with the Eagles on defense for the numbers-wise. Uh, the Jets penalize a lot more than the Eagles. I I, I don't. I don't I, I'm taking the Eagles, but I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. What do you got? I actually like the Eagles in this game. Um, coming home, Wentz has been willing his team uh, to hang around in these games, battling, uh, making plays. He gets uh, Alshon Jeffries back, big play threat, uh, guy he can go over the top with. Um, Eagles defense, despite their woes, has been decent. The biggest thing for me is the Jets, with or without Darnold, even if, even if he makes it back this game, He's, I mean, there's got to be some rust. He's not, you know, he's not out there throwing the ball. They're ranked 32nd in offense, 32nd in passing, 32nd in rushing in the league. Offensive line, they're not able to establish a run. They're not going to be able to run on Philadelphia. It's going to force them to pass regardless of who's in there. That's going to let that Philly pass rush loose. Um, I just think Philly at home is is set for a get-right game, and I think this is the game. I like the Eagles at home to cover. Not a lock for either of us. Uh, Bills and Titans. I, I can't find this game on my bookie AG. I'm, I'm looking for some other sites. Maybe I'm just missing it. But I, I read at three. The, the that must have come off the board because of um, Allen, the quarterback. Yeah, but I think they're pretty sure he's not going to play. He got knocked freaking for a loop. Yeah, but you know, if that's his first concussion, he might be. It's not on my bookie right now. It's off the board. It's off the board. Yep. Well, I'm going to go with minus three for now. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, that's what it was. So we'll we'll, we'll go with that uh, for purposes of, of getting this podcast out. So Bills minus three to t- Titans. Plus three. Uh, Bills plus three. I'm sorry. Yep. Is it plus three? I... Right? Titans three points at home? Uh, I thought the Bills were favored Let's in see. this. We'll go to maybe I'll try uh... – See here. Well, we can skip ahead to another okay. game. We'll come yep. back to it. We'll, we'll we'll look it up. Uh, let's go to Patriots at the Redskins. I got Patriots minus fifteen. This is another game that's bouncing up and all around. Uh, Patriots defense eats up bad teams and bad offenses. Welcome to Washington and rookie QB Dwayne Haskins, uh, who who the Redskins were kind enough to give Belichick some tape by playing. Haskins in the second half against the Giants where he threw three picks. Uh, lock it up. I'm taking the Patriots. You can double that. Um, <laughs> Belichick over 60% against the spread. Uh, last week, kind of fluky up in Buffalo. That was a weird game. It was in a Buffalo. weird game. That game was teetering on a blowout. The- and then Buffalo came back, rallied. Uh, they were. I, w- I will say their defense is legit. They, I mean, they were knocking Brady around. They gained only like 200 yards and only had 11 it, first downs it and still crazy. won. I know. Um, Brady was not happy after that game. 
Oh, um, somebody's got to pay for that. He lost, you know, they left. Sorry, a, Washington. They left a lot of points on the board, and I, I agree. I think uh, besides their offense and Brady, I just, especially if they start the rookie, um, the kid out of Ohio State, uh, Haskins. Yeah. I mean, it could get ugly. Uh, Gruden was not a big fan of drafting Haskins, has not wanted to play him. And I, they're saying he put him in last week kind of out of spite to show the owner how not ready he is. The guy threw three picks. If he if he plays at all against New England and uh, their starter, Keenum's hurt, I can just see this game going off the rails. The line's already jumped, I think, a point and a half oh, really? up on the Patriots. So um, I locked that one in early. It's 15 and a half right now, Patriots, on ESPN. So... I totally yeah, agree. It's, it's 15 and a half on yep. Vegas Insider, too. This is one of my locks of the week. Give me New England to roll. It was a double lock. Down in D.C. Double lock. So ESPN, Bills, Titans is it's Titans minus three. Titans minus three. Yep. yep. I just I just saw that on Vegas Insider, too. So we'll go to Bills plus three at the Titans. What do you got for that one, Nick? Bills on the road. Titans at home. Titans heckle jekyll type team. Um, I think for the Bills, it really matters who their starting quarterback is. If it's Barkley walking into town, which I believe it's going to be, I Man. like the Titans at home with their defense to rebound in a low-scoring affair. I think the over-under on this game was 38 or something. I, look up I mean, bro. really, really low over-under. And um, both the – you know what? The last two times these teams played – it's been one point games, and it's been in the teens. Yes, I could I could see one of those games. It's over, thirty eight and a half for right, over well, under. I got thirty nine too. So um, I will take the Titans at home, laying the three. But a game I would stay away from. Ugly, pound it in your face. Old school football right here. Uh, again, the Titans, the way their game flow, and if Mariota makes a few plays, they win and they usually cover. When Mariota's being normal and, and doesn't do much, they don't cover, they don't score enough, but uh, this could be a game where the Titans at home rebound, get their record up to 3-2, and two, even with the Bills. I'll take the Titans at home. I also got the Titans. Uh, Devin Singletary might return in this one. I, I know Josh Allen's stats is up in the air. Uh, for the Titans, Taylor Lewin uh, will likely return for this game. That helps their offensive That's line. huge. Uh I went to Bill's camp. I watched Matt Barkley. His arm is nothing like Josh Allen's. I know Josh Allen's got a freaking cannon, but that it, it's not even close. Back up for a There's reason. a reason why. You got it. Um, the mobility is not the same either with Matt Barkley compared to Josh Allen. A bunch of key stats, and these defenses look similar. Um, offense and defensive conversions on third down, about the same. The Bills have won the last two matchups by one point each time. The Bills are giving up 4.1 yards per carry. I think the Titans, if they can establish a run, which they like to do, uh, I don't. this might not even be that close a game. It could be the Titans, especially if Barkley is, is quarterback. And the Titans, this game could look like the Atlanta game for the Titans. So give me the Titans in that one. All right, before we uh, get on to the Bears and Raiders in London, let's stop for a uh, for for to pay some bills. Let's stop to pay some bills. <laughs> All the free picks are located at www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. We have NBA 
college basketball when that starts up. We have NFL, college football, Major League Baseball. All the picks are there absolutely free. When you're there, you can help out the show. Click on the Amazon banner ad. It looks like my book, Squeeze Play. Click on that. It takes you to Amazon. Buy yourself something nice. And a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. Again, the website with the free picks, www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. Welcome to Jolly London, Nick. <laughs> Two weeks in a row, we're going to London. Two weeks in a row. We'll, we'll, we're going to have a fun time in Vegas, week six. 6.30 a.m. 6.30 a.m. We're going to be camping out all night to make sure we have a good table at uh, at the MGM. <laughs> no, 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 uh, not MGM. We, where do we want to go? You said we're near MGM. Yeah. No, no. Where's the one we want? Uh, Mandalay Bay. Mandalay, okay. Yeah, Mandalay. we go to Mandalay. Yep. So Bears minus five and a half versus the Raiders. Who you got in this one, Nick? This is my five-star stone cold. Oh, my gosh. Lead pipe, silver bullet, lock of the week. Oakland. On the road again. Another travel game for the Raiders. Gruden does not like to travel that far. Gets severe migraines, vertigo, you name it. Not going to go well. Uh, Oakland's history in London is horrible, and they keep sending them there. (laughs) Uh, The Bears with Chase Daniel at quarterback. I actually think it's a plus for the Bears at this point in Trubisky's career. Uh, not as high a ceiling with Chase Daniels versus Trubisky, but definitely a higher floor. Um, Daniels came in last week cold, completed almost 70% of his passes. Uh, their coach, great play caller, Nagy. He will scheme guys open. Trubisky just was missing everybody. I think Daniels is actually a... A sneak play for fantasy this week. I'm going to pick him up. I did pick him up. I'm going to play him. I'm going to put him in for a dollar tonight on my uh, my fab my fab bid. Sneak him in there. I think uh, the Bears score more points this week than they've scored all season. Their defense, of course, you do not have to think twice about that. I think they completely shut down the Raiders. No run game. I think the Chicago Bear uh, defense scores on the Raiders. They'll be able to run the ball, control the game. Give me the Bears as my five-star Stone Cold Silver Bullet Lead Pipe Lock of the Week. This is also the Coach's Clipboard Lock of the Week. We are double lock again, Nick. Wow. This could be bad. Yes, sir. I I got the Bears as well. They're allowing 11.2 points per game. They allow about three yards per carry. The Raiders, everything is based on them being able to run the ball. If they can't run the ball, the game's in Derek Carr's hands, and that's not a good thing, especially with that Bears defense. The Bears. I, I mean, Nick gave it to Nick gave you the blueprint. I'm just following it up. It's locked in for me too. Five and a half points. I think the Bears win by at least two or three touchdowns in this get, one. Get it now if you can, because that line's going to keep going. On. Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh boy, Jaguars. Let me double check the line here. They were getting three and a half at Carolina. That is still the line. I'll lead off in this one, Nick. Carolina gives up more yards. Per run than they do per past. Can you can you believe that's that? I cannot believe that. That's very odd, right? Yeah. I think Fournette controls the clock. Okay. And and but I think Minshew turns into a pumpkin on this one. I think Carolina is one of the more disciplined teams. 
I think they're gonna they're gonna make Fournette beat him, and 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 I'm not sure he can. He's not a very consistent player. Uh, seems like way too many points for the Panthers to be giving up, especially in a home one. Uh, and the Carolina Panthers are a little battle tested. I know they lost to the box, but that was with a hurt Cam Newton. And the Bucks. I'm going to talk about the Bucks later on in the podcast. They got some numbers that are kind of impressive, the Buccaneers. Uh, I'm going to take the Panthers. I'm not locking it up, but I think the Panthers getting three and a half points is a steal here because they're playing pretty well too. I think uh, the, the legend of Gardner Minshew is kind of uh, maybe made this more of a public play for the Jaguars at three and a half. But I, I like what the Panthers have been doing and, and I think they can really stop the pass and I think that really limits what the Jaguars can do. What you got? Uh, you got complete agreement right here. Um, love Carolina at home in this game. Um, I think Jaguars um, with the whole Minshew mania, a uh, little overrated. Uh, were able to dominate uh, on the ground last week with Fournette running, passing. I think the Panthers like the Bears. Uh, Allen is not Cam Newton. He is not as the ceiling is not as high. But as far as consistency goes, uh, the more I've heard about this kid, I guess he was like a top three high school recruit. I heard that too, yeah. Coming out of high school, went to, uh, not USC maybe, uh, went to a, was it USC? Uh, no, uh, or Texas or Oklahoma with um, Kyler Murray. They both wound up transferring. Like this kid was highly ranked, Coming, just never, things never broke right for me, never got his chance to play. Uh, now that he's able to play, not the best stats last week, but not going to lose the game for you. Knows how to manage the game, can make every throw in the NFL. Um, McCaffrey's on a record pace right now to set the all-time yardage in the NFL. He's got more. He, he's got more offensive weapons than the Jaguars have absolutely. to play with. Yeah. Uh, Derek, you know, Moore has yet to do his thing, and Samuel. Uh, I like the Panthers at home to cover this three and a half. I think the public will be on Jacksonville. I think so too. The Gardner Minshew effect. Uh, the Vikings are at the Giants. My buddy, my buddy Paul, uh, season ticket holders. Uh, they get selected, and he gets to go down on the field before the game. I told him to punch Mike Zimmer in the nose. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I have no, I have no problems with Mike Zimmer. Uh, Nick, would you be surprised if I told you the Giants' defense is pretty good at stopping teams at third down? I probably would be. They're not bad. You take the Cowboys game out, and the G-men get off the field at a better rate that, off the field at third down at a better rate than the Vikings. You take out that Cowboys debacle opening week. Uh, you think what team will be more disciplined, a Mike Zimmer team or a Pat Shermer team? I would think a Zimmerman team. Uh, the Giants are, are getting just over six penalties a game, like 6.1. The Vikings are penalized eight times a game. Wow. So kind of surprising, right? Yep. Uh, the Vikings really pound the ball with the run because uh, their O-line stinks. Uh, the Giants actually have an advantage on their O-line. Uh, the, the Giants' offensive line has been sneakily good this year. Uh, the Vikings' D-line is better than the Giants' D-line. That's for sure. The Giants' bugaboo on defensive line is <laughs> stopping the run, which is not good against the Vikings. The, the Giants' pass rush has not been bad, though. Ranked top 10 in the NFL right now. And they're used to Mr. Kirk Cousins from his days in Washington. And I think the Giants can bother him enough uh, to keep this in the 
in the game? Who do who would you trust? Danny Dimes or Cook Cousins behind a bad offensive line? Who do you trust? Who do you trust, Nick? It can't be Cousins. It's got to be Danny Dimes. Uh, do you trust the creativity of that Vikings offense or Pat Shermer? <laughs> that might, that's a 50-50. That's a, that's a coin flip. All right, all right. I, I would make this a lock, but since 2017, the Giants are 4-9 and nine against the spread as a home dog. So I can't make it a lock. I do really like the, uh, the Giants. Danny Dimes, new regime, maybe new era. Maybe that those numbers of 4-9 against the spread as a home dog is just a thing of the past because it wasn't the Danny Dimes era. Give me the Giants. Getting the five and a half points against the Vikings. I'm going to have to go the other way here. Uh, not le- loving the game. Uh, definitely stay away. Think five and a half might be too much uh, for Minnesota. I think they're able to come in here and establish the running game. Cousins with a little familiarity with the Giants. Um, not a primetime game, which helps Cousins tremendously. <laughs> uh, their passing game has been horrible. Actually, last in the NFL. With those two receivers, it, it just blows my mind that that's their passing game. I think this is the first hiccup for Daniel Jones facing a defense that uh, is legit. I think this little wake-up call for him um, has not seen this caliber of defense that they've seen. Great. I just traded for him in fantasy. I think this is going to be a <laughs> low-scoring game over-unders, 43-and-a-half. I think it goes well under. I like Minnesota to win, cover the spread, low-scoring game, defensive battle. Give me the Vikings. Like a 16-10, 17-10 type yes, contest? Yes. All right. The Bucks. Getting three at the Saints. What do you got in this one, Nick? This is a tough one for it me. It is. Uh, Saints home again. They seem to have figured out some stuff with Bridgewater at home, how to manage the game, how to – they've gotten Kamara involved heavily the last few weeks. Uh, the Bucks last week, wow. Had Winston on my bench in all my fantasy leagues that I had him in, dropped him the week before. My I was goodness. To say, he was on your roster still? Yeah, he went bananas. Um <laughs> He always has a week or two like that. He does. That. I know that's what makes Winston Winston. Everybody yeah. sees that potential in him, and then when they think this is going to be that guy week in and week out, he he disappoints, and I think this is the week he disappoints. Um, division game. Teams know each other. Coaching advantage. Peyton to me. Quarterbacks even. I like the Saints defense a lot better, even though the Bucks are playing well. I think it's going to be a close game. I'll take the Saints at home to cover the three. I'm with you on this one. I, I Looking at that Saints-Cowboys game, you might have been wowed by the Saints defense. I was, I was shocked. But I was wondering, how come they can't punch the ball in for a touchdown? They have to keep settling for field goals. I thought Sean Payne was this creative mind on offense. <laughs> They keep getting field goals, punching in for a touchdown once in a while. The Saints are ju- are scoring just 30 per- 36% of the time in the red zone. The Bucks are allowing teams to score just 43% of the time in the red zone. That's a red flag to me. I, I don't like that Mike Evans hurt his hand last week. Chris Godwin's a- a more than a capable option uh, for the Bucs. Uh, this game concerns me. The Saints give up a lot of yards, and they've gotten away with it. When, you know, everybody regresses to the mean once in a while. You keep giving up yards like this, you're going to lay a shit burger eventually. I, I, I'm not sure when the Saints are, 
but I feel like it's coming soon. Uh, Tampa does a good job stopping the run. The Rams found that out last week. Um, teams are, are getting just 2.9 yards per carry against Tampa this year. That's pretty impressive. That's that's Chicago Bears area. That's really good. Right? Tampa's sloppy and undisciplined, you know, from the quarterback position with the turnovers, nine penalties a game. But the Saints are worse. The Saints are getting nine and a half penalties a game. The Bucks, I think, would be getting four and a half points if they hadn't won last week. I, I, I know it's only a point and a half, but I think that makes a big difference in this game. Uh, QB advantage, it's slightly with the Saints because you don't know what you're getting with Winston. Uh, the Bucks, you know, I, I think I think the di- difference is Jameis Winston in this one. I, I don't think he could put up back-to-back great weeks. That Saints secondary is pretty damn good also. This is a worrisome game for me. I think it's going to be close. And the end, the Saints win by a touchdown, and that's why they cover. It's going to be a late cover. But it's one that's – if you bet on this game, it's going to scare the hell out of you. That's, that's all. You know. ah, all right. Falcons getting five at the Texans. I want to make sure that's still the line. It's five and a half now. I'm gonna jump on this game early. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Texans before this line gets any higher. Uh it's at five because I don't think Vegas knows where either of these teams are going. And if you have a, a, a true opinion about one of these teams, jump on it now before it goes up to seven. I like the Texans. The Falcons <laughs> to pick the Falcons on the road is a very daring play by any gambler. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. The Falcons O line stinks. They're making Matt Ryan look pedestrian. That's why I just traded Matt Ryan for Danny Dimes straight up in my fantasy league. Um, Alex Mack uh, and Jamon Brown are both dinged up. That's not going to help the offensive line situation for the Falcons. The Texans line isn't playing well, but they just started playing together, and I think it takes a few weeks to gel. Atlanta has some real issues getting off the field on third down, and now you're going against Deshaun Watson, who's very creative can extend the play out, and I think they can really convert a lot of third downs in this game. The Texans are better in all the key factors to me. They're better at QB. They're better at, at, at the coaching spot. The, the Falcons are getting 10.5 penalties a game. That's that's unbelievable. So undisciplined. O-line is better for Texans, believe it or not. The D-line is better for the Texans. They're playing at home. They're hungry after the loss to Carolina last week. They need to win because they go to Kansas City next week. The Falcons are 2-8 two and, two and as an away dog since 2017. I almost want to make this another coach's clipboard lock of the week. Two locks this week. But, Nick, you got burned last week with two locks, so I'm not going to do that. It's just a regular lock for me. Give me the Texans as a lock. You got complete agreement here, and you have a lock for me also. Holy shit, we're yep, locking everything we're, up. We're on the same page this week. We did not discuss this no, before either. No. This is funny. Uh, Texans at home, bounce back, loss at Carolina last week. Uh, this Houston team reminds me of that Titans team as far as the heckle, heckle jekyll, week to week, week in, week out. Uh, gets Atlanta on the road. Atlanta team decimated, just no offensive line. Inability to run the ball, inability to throw the ball. Texans defense at home will apply major pressure. Watson will make plays at home. I think this game's going to be a rout. Give me the Texans at home to dominate this game. 
This next one is is a very odd game as well. The Bengals are favored by three. I know it's a home game. Cardinals are getting three points in Cincinnati. Nick, you're a big Arizona fan. Where do you lean on this one? I was a big Arizona fan. (laughs) Um, Believe it or not, I like Cincinnati at home this week. Oh. Um, I think bounce back for Zach Taylor and Dalton. Um, The Steelers are Dalton's kryptonite. He faced them on Monday night, got smattered. Uh, This week, that Cardinals defense is horrible. Their O-line is horrible. Uh, I think this is the first win for the Bengals at home. Uh, I think Cardinals will move the ball, give them a game. But late, just like you think with that Saints game, I think Cincinnati scores late. Uh, Zach Taylor and Dalton get their first win. I love Zach Taylor's comments after that Steeler game. No one feeling sorry for us. No one's upset that we're zero and four. It's you know, no one cares we're the laughing stock. Time to re- regroup and play football. Um, I look for Cincinnati to bounce back at home. Who's betting on Cincinnati this week? Nobody. Give me the Bengals at home, cover the spread, and win the game. I I don't think many people are betting on this game, to be honest with you. No. Nope. <laughs> I'm not Stay sure. Away where, game. Yep. I'm not sure where this line is coming from. The Cardinals are better in almost every statistical benchmark that I look at. They're better on third down defense. They're better on third down offense. The Bengals' offensive line is horrid. They can't pass protect. You saw that Monday night. They only averaged 2.9 yards per carry in the running game. Uh, the Cardinals haven't exactly been stuffing people on the run either. Uh, this is going to be an Andy Dalton game with no A.J. Green. John Ross just got put on the IR with a hurt shoulder. Uh, I'm taking the Cardinals. I'm taking the three points. I, I think the Cardinals win this game. The Bengals have surprised me a couple times, and I've actually, when they surprise me, I've actually been on their side. I don't think they're surprising me in this one. I think, I think this is ugly. I think this is an ugly situation, especially because they lose another receiver. That's that's bad news. Hey, let's stop for a moment and then, uh, let's pay let's pay some more bills here. Let's pay some more bills. Thanks to our show supporter, my bookie AG. Everybody listens to the show to find out who to bet on. Where you bet is just as important. Go to www.mybookieag. They have live in-game betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and a mobile site that makes wagering on the go a breeze. Just visit MyBookieAG, that is M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. Use the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast promo code DARTH, D-A-R-T-H, to activate this offer. Be like the Chalk Talk sports guys and major into wager. You play, you win, you get paid at MyBookieAG. The one o'clocks are done, and now we're to the four o'clocks. All two of them, Nick. Oh, I hate when it's like this. I ho- you just said, I hope it's not like this when we're in Vegas. It might I'm, be, though. I'm looking right now. I'm looking are right you? Now. How many four o'clock games? Four. Four. Good. Okay. That's good. Spread out. I like some variety in my four o'clocks because yeah. that's, that's like one o'clock in Vegas. I'm going to be in, eating my bacon double cheeseburger at that point. Four o'clock. Broncos. Getting six and a half. Is it up still seven up to seven? Broncos getting seven at the Chargers. What do you got, Nick? Don't feel comfortable uh, betting this, but I mean, there's no way you can take Denver in this game. 
I I was a Denver believer, a Denver truther, and Vic Fangio at the start of the year. I have changed religions. I am no longer a Denver there, there's guy. There's no way you can bet the Broncos and feel in any way confident. Um, Flacco's been horrible. Eli Jr.? They can't run the ball, and when they do run the ball, their defense is leaking like a sieve. Uh, they lost Chubb for the year. Huge loss. The guy came in with a torn ACL and got a sack before he went out. Um, just cannot see any hope for Denver right now. Chargers at home. I I don't know what to say. I, I just can't see any way this goes against you know the Chargers, but knowing the Chargers... It's not September anymore, so yeah. maybe they don't choke this one away. True. Uh, but I mean, I didn't even think of that part. This should be a gimme for the Chargers. I, there's not really much to talk about in this game. <laughs> Last year, the Chargers lost this game. Yep. Advantage everywhere for the Chargers. Uh, maybe lack of motivation. Um, you know, this is the NFL. There's professionals on both sides of the ball. But other than that, I don't see any way the Chargers lose this game. Stay away from me. I would not bet this game if I didn't have to. I'll take the Chargers at home, uh, minus the seven. Another another game I don't trust either. Stay away from me. I'll take the Chargers. I'll give the seven. Uh, what happened to the Broncos? My God, Bradley Chubb out. They he's out, and they already allow five point one yards per carry. Melvin Gordon's on a run wild. He's going to get the chance to finally run the ball after holding out a guy with something to prove. Fresh legs. Uh, the Chargers' weaknesses are secondary, but I don't think Joe Flacco can take advantage of that. And Emmanuel Sanders is dinged up. He might not play. Uh, I think this looks like a mismatch at the QB position. I think it looks like a mismatch at, at the coaching position. Uh, that, that, that's, I'm giving a compliment to Anthony Lynn. He's really improved as a coach. Uh, that D-line, the Chargers should control the front. I am concerned, even without Chubb, that Chargers offensive line scares me a little bit. Um, but, you know, they've been in the situation before, and they're home, and offensive lines tend to play better at home. Uh, hopefully the Chargers don't shoot themselves in the foot like they did in Detroit. Uh, Denver pulled off an upset last year. Uh, th- I don't think this happens twice, especially considering the Broncos since 2017 have gone 2-7 and seven as a road dog. Kind of amazing, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. Yep, so – there you go. There's a number for you if you're really interested in betting on the Chargers. Uh, Packers, Cowboys, 4 o'clock. The marquee game at 4 o'clock. Uh, the Packers are getting a 3.5. And, a half. and the, the, the Cowboys didn't do too well last week. Uh, they're a tough read because their first three games, the Giants with Eli, the defense for the Giants was definitely out of sync. Um, the Packers... Do allow five yards per carry, which is bad considering you're going against the Cowboys and Zeke. If Zeke gets going, the offense tends to follow. Um, I think this is an even matchup coaching. Uh, The offensive-defensive lines, I think, is almost even in this one, believe it or not. Uh, Pack has the advantage of QB. LeFleur has shown a little bit of an ability to grind it out even when they're not playing well. This game could look like the Saints-Cowboys game, so I'm going to take the points. I'll take the three-and-a-half points with the Packers. This is this is going to be a tight one. I'm going completely the opposite way here. I've been all over this Cowboy team since uh, our preseason predictions. Cowboys 
roll on the Packers. Roll. Bounce back, get right game for Dallas, lock of the week, lay the three and a half. I think. So Dallas, you're double locking again. The Bears were your lock of the week. No, like not my lock. Oh, uh, okay. All right. It's a lock. It's a lock. Uh, the Cowboys able to run the ball at will on the Packers. Uh, this is the game that Zeke breaks out. He will go over 100 easily. Couple touchdowns. Uh, Prescott gets back in the groove. I think um, Packers coming off that uh, game. This is going to be big trouble for Green Bay. I think that this this game's tailor made for Green Bay. Uh, for excuse me, for the Cowboys at home. Um, love every advantage here for the Cowboys except their coach. I'm still not sold on Garrett. <laughs> Um, but I think Dallas gets back to doing what they do. I think uh, that Saints game was a little blip on the radar. Things just did not click that game. I think Cowboys bounce back. Uh, I know they're missing. They might be missing their offensive tackle. Um, big boy hurt his ankle. One of the guys. That, yeah, I know. Yeah. I can't think of his name either. But I, I love the Cowboys here as a lock. I think they're able to run the ball, throw. Uh, Gallup might be back uh, for the Cowboys. Packers without Devontae Adams, Packers without Williams, their backup running back in big trouble. Uh, again, Rodgers, I'm still not impressed. I, I, maybe I'm just not seeing it. But now, I'm afraid of the Rodgers magic doing a late cover on you. I'm not scared of the back door. Give me the Cowboys all day. Whew. All right, Sunday night. The Colts, are. it's now up to 12. The Colts are getting 12 at the Chiefs. What do you got in this one, Nick? I almost looked at this like I did with the uh, with New England as far as the Chiefs bouncing back. Um, I just think twelve is too much to give to this Colts team. I think the Colts team uh, their their formula for winning plays into what Kansas City does not like. The Colts are going to be able to with that offensive line. They're going to be able to run the ball, uh, which means they're going to be able to control the clock. They're going to be able to keep Mahomes off the field. I know Mahomes is uh, at home, and that usually means huge numbers, which he still may have. But I think the Colts play keep away. Uh, Brissett, fundamentally sound, going to make the plays he needs to make. Um, I think I don't think they win the game, but I think they, they keep the game within the touchdown. Uh, I know Mack may not be playing this game. They'll still be able to run the ball with that offensive line against Kansas City. So I like the Colts to come out, run the ball, control the clock. Brissett make enough plays to keep the game within reach. Uh, Kansas City will have their moments of you know big impact plays, but overall I like the Colts uh, to cover on the road getting 12. I agree with you. Uh, Darius Leonard and T.Y. Hilton are both really important for this game. Yeah. Hopefully they play. No, I don't think Leonard's going to play. Yeah, that, uh, Leonard, that defensive toughness, they really need him. And T.Y. just to balance that offense yep. for, for, the, for the Colts. Makes a big difference. Uh, both these teams are really bad against the run. The, the 5.5 yards per carry, the Colts defense are giving up. The Chiefs, 5.9 yards per carry. Uh, Indy is really creative on third down and red zone situations. This seems like too many points to give a team with a capable offense like, like the uh, Colts, a decent QB, a good running game, and a coach that knows how to push all the right buttons. I think they, they look past the Raiders and looking forward to this game. This might end up looking like that Chiefs-Raven game where the Ravens score late to cover. Uh, I'm going to go with that. I'll take the Colts. I almost This was almost on the board for me. This is one of those close ones. Last one. 
but definitely not least, the Browns, who did well for me last week. Thank you, Cleveland. Uh, three and a half points, the Brownies at the 49ers. I like the Browns. This is another one that I was almost into my lock zone. The secondary is still a mess with injuries for the Browns. The Niners are much better suited to take advantage of that than the Ravens were last week. Expect George Kittle to have a big day. The big question is, can Kitchens and the Browns repeat that game plan of ground and pound? Don't give in to the flashy wide receiver shit. Uh, Jarvis Landry has a concussion, so that might not be a problem having to deliver him the ball. But what's Odell been like this week? We don't know. We haven't heard yet. Doesn't mean we won't, but we haven't heard yet. Is Odell politicking for the ball more? Does Odell, uh, you know, bitching and moaning to get more involved? You know, you we might hear something. There might be a sound bite before Monday's game. And if there is, stay away from the Browns, <laughs> okay? Uh, does, is Baker behind the scenes wanting to chuck the ball more? I don't think so. I think Baker wants to win. I think he's about winning. Um, so the, 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 the questions I have with the Browns right now are mostly internal about themselves. You need to get the ball in Chubb's hands. You need to let your defense go out. You need to play with a lead. And I'd, I'd really be watching carefully for sound bites of Odell Beckham and Baker Mayfield between now and Monday night. And if they're saying the wrong things, go with the 49ers. But if they're saying the right things or if it's quiet, maybe the Browns, after like getting, getting tossed around by the media a little bit, are like in fuck you mode and are about winning which could be dangerous because they have talent. Um, uh, the, the Browns, I think, have a big advantage on defense. Uh, they have a, a top-end defense. The, the Niners are prone to giving the ball away. We watched that in the Steelers game. How many turnovers did the Niners have against the Steelers? And some of them were self, self-enforced. Uh, if the Browns keep running, don't shoot themselves in the foot, do some dumb turnover or penalties, uh, They'll, they'll win this game on the road. San Francisco is 0-5 since 2017 as a home favorite. Give me the Browns. And if there's no shit talking from Odell or Baker, I might lock this up come Monday night. I might bet Monday night on the Browns. I'm going the opposite way. Oh, I thought I convinced yeah, you. I'm going to lock it up. <laughs> oh, he's locking up the Niners? Oh. There's one thing I understand here in the uh, – to me, the coaching advantage, you give Shanahan a week off to watch the Browns, establish the game plan, come in with plays. I'm looking for San Fran to jump out early, big lead on Cleveland, put the pressure on. Baker Mayfield probably won't have Landry. That offensive line, it had a great game last week against uh, Baltimore. I'm sure Pittsburgh's going to do the same. This San Francisco defensive front is legit. A uh, couple first-rounders on that line. I think San Fran will be take the run, run game away from Cleveland. You take away that first read from Mayfield and get him dancing back there. Big trouble on the horizon. Um, probably a couple turnovers. I'm still not sold in this Cleveland team. Took them last week. Huge win over Baltimore. I think Cleveland gets stomped this week out in San Francisco. Big game on the road, Monday night, in San Fran, off the bye. No way. 
Cleveland gets stomped, LeMay. You heard it here. Give me the Niners minus the three and a half. Win this game by double digits. Lock it up, brother. Oh, my God. the Niners to score. They lay 40 on the Browns Monday night. Oh, my God. Not against that Browns defense. Lay 40. Oh, is this is this because you need the Browns to lose and you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan? No, I just I just smell it. It's gonna be ugly. You know, there's room on this Browns bandwagon. No way, dude. The the Browns, I think they get they got the they, they kind of got dick slapped a little bit for a little while there. Yep. And I think they're about winning right now. They're I ri- they're riding high this week and it's gonna come to a I don't know. Ball. I think this is the time to get on early. Because everybody in the national media has been shitting on the Browns. I think it's time to jump on that Browns. on the wagon, though. They're already saying they're going to win the division, and they're a playoff team. They get smashed on Monday night. I think they might have seen the light after the first four weeks. All right, we'll see. I I think now you buy stock at the Browns. It's low. (laughs) It moved up a little bit after that Ravens win. I bought stock before that Ravens game. I was buying stock in the Ravens. They're moving up in the world, I think. They're making the playoffs. They're making the playoffs. I don't see it. Oh, boy. All right. That's it. That's all the games we got. That's it. Major League Baseball. Let's talk playoffs here. Do we want to talk about next week where we're going to be or not yet? We can talk. Okay. Let's do baseball first. All right. So, baseball. Yes. We. What's the score in that? Do you have the score yes. in that? We got 5-1, top of the seventh. And I, I, I forgot to bet again. on. I wanted, I wanted the Brewers. And I wanted the Rays. And I was talking to my buddy, AK-47, and we were both disappointed. Uh, Ray K, his uncle, he reminded us that we, we wanted the Brewers to win. I wanted them to win anyway because I picked them, but because of front row Amy. The, the woman that sits behind the Brewers' home plate, she always wears low cut, and she's well endowed, and she's nice. very attractive. All right. So, you know, we were rooting for the Brewers for that reason, and they didn't come through, and I picked the Rays. But who do you who do you have? You know, it's not usual that in Major League Baseball that uh, that the favorite goes on to win the World Series. It, it's sometimes one of those middle-of-the-road teams. I, I, I kind of like the, the St. Louis Cardinals. Wow. To go to to go to the World Series and win it, and they're an underdog in this Brave series. Yep. At plus one twenty, I I really like I really like the Cardinals come this this playoffs. Uh, who do you like? I like I also like the Cardinals in that series. Uh, Atlanta's a tough place to play though, especially in the playoffs. Uh, I do like the Cardinals though. Um, my pitcher there, what's his name? Uh, been on fire. Uh. Has not. I dropped him. Um, let me see here. Game two. Their stud pitcher. I I can't remember his name. They have a pitcher that has not lost since like. Oh, for the Cardinals. Yes, midseason. I dropped him too. Ah, uh, uh, I know who you're talking about. Drafted too. him early, and in fantasy baseball, he was a stud. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I like St. Louis in that series. Um. I like the Dodgers in that series. The Nationals bullpen so yeah, awful, but I, they I, know I, what the Dodgers bullpen is just as bad. That's why I like the Cardinals yeah. to to win the National League. Yeah. Good bullpen. I like the Dodgers just because they're stars and they're hitters. When you one through nine Dodgers, they're they're tough. Yeah, and they can go lefty or righty. Yeah, right up. It, it doesn't matter. Uh, same thing with the Astros. 
left. Do you hear about the Astros uh, bets in Vegas? No. So the guy who owns uh, Mattress Company. Or, oh, he bet last year on him too. Yeah, so they won't. No, he bet in uh, the year they won it, yeah. 2017. He bet a lot of money. Yeah. So he came back this year to bet, and they were like, hey, man, we haven't seen you in a couple of years, and now you want to bet again? No thanks, because you're not spending money here. Like you don't, you don't come and play poker. You don't come in. So he wanted to drop five mil, because what he does is he offers buy furniture. Yep. If the Astros win, oh, and it's he, free, right? And then he bets five mil on the Astros. So rather than pay the actual insurance, he, he bets. Well, no, and he has the insurance. Ah. Covers himself, right? So either way, he wins, and they want nothing to do with it. Yeah. So there's a rumor like DraftKings, um, or yeah, one of the other ones. Yeah. Each take a mill. Some of the Vegas places were like, "We'll take four hundred thousand, whatever," but they're not accepting all his bets. And there's a big like controversy about. Wow. He's looking to get certain odds, and they won't accept it. So it's it's this big story, but that was on the covers podcast which I, I sent to you but anyway so love the twins over the yankees really yes the yankees are just the twins is plus 190 like the twins that's another lineup one through nine big trouble but you know runs. what it says yankees across I, the listen, chest I, don't, I know i'm not hearing and that every time right. it says yankees across the chest that the twins yep. the a's the texas rangers they all fold like a cheap briefcase I'm not hearing it though <laughs> Uh, Twins, Astros, ALCS. Give me the Astros. NL, Cardinals, Dodgers. Uh, Dodgers bullpen's awful. Give me the Cardinals. Oh, you're with me. I convinced you. I think Astros beat the Cardinals in the World Series. I'd like to see that. Well, the Cardinals and Astros have a little bit of history with the the tampering and the yep. and the uh, breaking into the computer system and all that stuff. Like, yeah. That'd be that'd be a fun little World Series, yep. Cardinals Astros. Yep. I kind of like that. Uh, all right, Vegas. We're 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 less than ten days away. We've been we've been scouting. I've been I've been practicing not sleeping for the past three days. <laughs> there will be no sleep in Vegas. So, should I? The the big question: Should I? Have the computer out with the mic and have like a confessional and have each guy go in and like, all right, you got to talk for one minute. The confessional, what happened? What what were the highs and lows of of Vegas day one, day two, day three? (laughs) There's going to be some uh, definite a lot of action going. So it's going to be awesome. We we cannot wait. We've been uh planning Jeff Jeff planned it. Jeff set it up and we are fired up for 10 days away. Ten. Las Vegas, week 6 in the NFL, week 7 of college football. Major League Baseball playoffs. You will have all the picks on it, the pod. You know, if it was a week or two later, we could have got some NBA action in as well. I'm just saying like not to be greedy. Yep. Oh boy, it's gonna be great, especially because uh, I've been up uh, quite a bit with uh, the wife having the ACL surgery, so it's gonna be a good little break, much needed. I, I didn't realize how much my wife did until she can't do anything with a knee injury. <laughs> oh, all right, there we have it. Anything else, Nick, for the good of the podcast? All good. 
All good. All right. I hope everybody has a great end to the work week. Let's go Giants. Go Danny Dimes. Beat the Vikings. Because God knows we're playing New England the week after and it's going to be ugly.